Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for joining us today. We're so glad that you have. Heather and I are here in studio with you and we're glad to be here. We, we are. really are. I think we've got a word that's going to encourage you today. Um, if you're a first time listener, thank you for joining the H&H Hour. We hope that whoever shared this with you or however you found it, that this leaves you really encouraged and uplifted today. Please reach out to us. Let us know that you've started to listen and let us know who you are. We love to connect with our community of listeners here. Yeah, so we do. I love that we get to have these conversations and sit across from each other, but then think about all the people that we're actually sitting across from yeah. as they're listening and just thinking about them as they listen, thinking about their ordinary lives and how God really has given us this ability to view our lives that he's placed us in, in this time in history, on the paths that we're on as extraordinary and, and seeing them that way, like seeing the the small things that we do every single day as j even just the freedoms that we have, the mm -hmm. ability that we have to get up every morning and make a pot of coffee mm -hmm. and feed our kids breakfast and go to a job or stay home and train our kids. Mm -hmm. It's it's really it really is extraordinary when you look at the history of the world and when you look at even now, the way that the world has so much need mm -hmm. and so many people don't have the freedoms we have. And I think for us just to step back and go, wow, we live in extraordinary times mm -hmm. and we have extraordinary opportunities and freedoms. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, we we are highly favored. Yeah. If you are, if you are alive and breathing and have enough money to have a place to live and food, we are very wealthy. Yeah. So wealthy. And yeah. then to be able to have extra. Yeah. You know, to be able to go, we both went out. I have to tell this cloud story because yeah. it's so yeah. funny. So a couple weeks ago or a week ago, I'm not sure you text and you were like, look at this fun comforter that I got. Mm -hmm. And you text it to me mm -hmm. and our other H, Holly. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, we love it. It's so cool. Then a couple of days later, you were like, it's on sale. It's at Go Target. buy it. <laughs> you need to go buy it. And we were like, no, we're not going to buy the we same one. We would never one. do that we, to you. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no you need to buy this. No, I'm telling you, this is a product I love. You need to buy this. And I honestly don't think I even would have until the next day when your husband was like, I had the best sleep of my entire <laughs> life because of this blanket. And I was like, okay, I have to go buy it. Yeah. And did you love it? So, yeah. So a few days later, I text a picture to you and Holly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, got it. And then Holly ordered mine just now. <laughs> so now we all three have the same comforters on our beds. Our names all start with H. I think we need the same comforter. And it is fantastic. It's a great comforter. It's like it's the perfect weight. It's not like it's a weighted blanket. I tried that one time. I tried ordering a yeah, weighted blanket yeah. and I felt like I was going to suffocate under it. Yeah. No, it was too is, heavy. It's just cozy and yeah. it's perfect for this time of year too. It creates so much rest for me. It's like, in fact, right now I feel like I want to go curl up Crawl under it and into sleep. it. <laughs> well, but that's just the, that's the amazing, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like we have the ability to go do that and that's yeah. such a privilege. Yeah. So I'm so grateful. Yeah. So I thought today we could talk about my most favorite subject of 
all time ever. There will never be anything else that I love talking about more. And I'll be honest, there aren't a lot of people that I feel like are willing or choose to have a conversation about this subject with me. There's a, I can think of like maybe three or four people off the top of my head that I know. I Am can, I on the list? You are. Okay. That I can always like pick like, up the I'm phone. I'm your co-host. I hope I'm on the yeah, list. Yeah. And be like, hey, let's talk about this. And they're like, yes, I'm all in. Yeah. So do you do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I think you're talking about Jesus. I am <laughs> talking about Jesus. Yeah. I'm a fan of that, of that as well. But for real, have you ever picked up the phone and been like, hey, so-and-so, can we just have a good Jesus talk? I have. Actually, I just had one of those with a friend last night. Mm-hmm. Um, she attends church with us. Yeah. She's actually on. So we both preach at our church. Yeah. That's another topic for a, a very near time. But yeah. she preaches on the same team with mm-hmm. us. And uh, I had shared at church yesterday. I'd preached at church. And she texts me saying, basically, like, oh, my gosh, my mind is blown at that last insight verse you shared yesterday. And yeah. I was like, right? And I said, like, hey, can I call you? Do you have a second? Mm-hmm. We ended up talking for like 20 minutes about yeah. the goodness of God, the amazement yes. of God, the glory of God. And I did say to her at the end, not even knowing we were going to chat about this today, I said, her name's Rochelle. I said, Rochelle, thank you for being a friend that mm-hmm. I can get on the phone and be fired up about God with. Yeah. Um, because I, I've got great people in my life, but there are certain people that you feel like you just have this natural ability to communicate about Jesus. In yeah. A, at a different level. Well, and I love that it doesn't have to be a debate. It's not like, well, what do you believe about this? Or what? And there's a time and a place for all of those conversations for sure. But I love that you just you just get to talk about, like you said, the goodness of God. Yeah. You just get to talk about His worthiness and and really just proclaim His praises and His goodness. And yeah. I think about my husband. He's what he's on that short list of people. Yeah. And he just cries. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just starts weeping when he talks about Jesus, which is such a beautiful testament of his heart for yeah. the Lord. But it makes me cry then because I just see his love, you know. That and tenderness. Yes. And I think about, um, you know, a good friend of ours that when he talks about the Lord and you never hear him talk about it in a way that is, it's just so tender. Yeah. It's just, it's just like he can't help but just mm-hmm. tear up when he's talking about Jesus. And so, well, and you say that and you didn't say his name and we didn't talk about this, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And when he prays, I literally feel like my soul is being escorted into the presence of Jesus. Yeah. Like into the throne room of God in this just most holy way. Yeah. And I remember actually being a small child. He's older than us. And I remember being a small child thinking, I want to learn to pray the way he prays. And I didn't even know what that meant necessarily. But I personally have tried to be a student of the way he prays. Um, I, we get the privilege of hearing him pray over us fairly often. And it's incredible. I, I want to pray the way he prays. Yeah, I agree. So I guess my challenge would be to you, listener, ask yourself, do you have good Jesus talks? Mm. Do you have them with people? Do you yeah. have anybody in your life that you can have a good Jesus talk with? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, find someone. Yeah. Find that person because it will fill you up so much. And it it does something to your spirit, your spirit man. Yeah. It, it like it heals, mm-hmm. it it renews, it restores, it renews your mind, and it just it brings an intimacy mm-hmm. into your faith walk in 
a way that nothing else can do. Have you ever done something where you end up realizing you're you're really thirsty? Like you've gone on a run or yeah. um, you, you work out or you go rake your leaves or plant flowers and then you get done and you think, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm so thirsty. I can hardly wait to get inside and get some water. Yeah. Then you drink the water and you, you, one, you realize how refreshed you feel, but you're reminded also of how dry you were. And I, I feel like that's, that's what I feel about my friends, about you. When I can talk with people who we have that Jesus connection, it's, it quenches this deep desire yeah. for refreshment. Yeah. It and rem- it is like a different type of, you, you go, wow, I really needed that. Yeah. I needed that refreshment. Yeah. It reminds me of that verse, as the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul longs for you, oh God. I think mm-hmm. it's in Psalms. Mm-hmm. And it, you think about a deer needing a drink of water and going to the stream and drinking and, and getting filled up. And that's, that's what I feel like these conversations, these Jesus talks are, that's what they do for my soul. And I think Heather, on a practical level, people spend, we as humans spend a lot of time communicating with people over social media, Mm -hmm. over, um, things like Marco Polo, uh, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. um, Instagram, text messaging, Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's real surface, you know, um, girl, what are you making for dinner tonight? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I got this great new lipstick or, mm-hmm. Hey, do you know where there's any sales on pots and pants? Right. Like very servicey right. things. Those aren't bad, right. but I'm going, okay, what if we were more intentional to take some of those really surface level communications with our friends or yeah. whomever it is and put more of Jesus into yeah. it? Say like, what has Jesus done today? Yes. How has Jesus shown? I asked my kids that this morning. Yeah. I said, hey, you guys, what do you feel like the Holy Spirit has shown you or spoken to you lately? Mm. And they don't necessarily always have an answer. They're still learning. Sure. What it looks like and sounds like to discern the Holy Spirit's voice. Yeah. But it was so interesting because my daughter, we kind of had an issue with her recently. And I had actually, which I know it's, it's kind of nerdy, but Hey, I'm going to use the Bible as discipline, uh, as often as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had sent her a Bible verse Mm -hmm. and told her, I want you to memorize this verse because this is going to help your heart condition. You texted to her, didn't you? Yeah. I texted to her. Mm because I'm like, I know she'll read her texts. Right. Yeah. So I texted to her. Well, that was, we didn't talk about it anymore. That was on Friday, Friday or Saturday. So then today, this morning, we are reading through Proverbs Mm. and she underlined four verses and all four verses were related to that verse that I had talked to her about. Interesting. The same topic, the same issue that she was struggling with, which meant one, she got what I said Mm -hmm. and two, the Holy Spirit was speaking to her Mm -hmm. to point out the verses that applied to that issue that she was dealing with. Yeah. So he was working on her heart. So we get all the way through the reading and I'm like, Juliet, do you see what just happened? And I started pointing out how each verse applied to this issue, this honestly sin issue mm-hmm. that she was having. And her eyes got really big and she was like, she kind of started to like nervous smile. And I said, that's the Holy Spirit wow. working in your life. Wow. And I think it was really impactful for her to recognize that she was hearing the Holy Spirit. Yeah. She just didn't know to label it that. Sure. Yeah. Well, and what a great teaching tool for you to have the opportunity to point that out in her. You know, and I think our kids do need reminded that the same Jesus that is my Jesus is their Jesus. That's right. And there's not a junior Holy Spirit. That's right. That, you know, helps out kids. That's right. That he's the same helper and they have the same access. Right. 
And, and sometimes I think they even have more tenderness yes. because of they're not as stressed out as we are. Mm-hmm. They're not as maybe oppressed about right. certain things in life as we are. Right. And so I think that's really important to have those, the, take yeah. those moments to go, Hey, this is Jesus. Yeah. This is the Holy spirit. Yeah. So I love yeah. that and you did was, that. It was both conviction and healing yeah. at the same time for her. Yeah. Recognizing that, that God had her, like God saw her, God saw her sin issue. God yeah. saw her heart to want to work on it. Yeah. It was really funny though, because my son then chimed in and was like giving her more advice and she like <laughs> glared at him she was like stop you're and not said, jesus yeah she was like i said you're not the benny spirit to her and yeah you know he was like well you know it's, it's okay she's got the holy spirit she doesn't need the benny spirit too yeah yeah you started to share something with me earlier heather that i thought was really impactful and it's interesting because i had an experience yesterday morning that made me think of this very thing you're going to talk about okay so will you share that verse that you just shared with. Yeah. So this was just this morning again. And I know not everyone has the ability to have slower mornings like we have because we stay home with our kids and homeschool them. But we've started reading a Proverbs every day together. Mm -hmm. And it, I believe that it is life-changing for my children. I believe that it's going to be something that they'll look back on and know that that's where the word of God, you know, got poured into them. And so we were reading in our Proverbs this morning, it's Proverbs 4, And it's verse 18 and 19. And it says, the way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter until the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. They have no idea what they were stumbling over. Hmm. And it made me think of a few years ago when we went to Hawaii, we went up to the top of of a volcano. As we were walking up to the summit, there was total darkness. There was no light from the moon. I mean, it was pitch black. And there were steps, but we couldn't see the steps unless we had our flashlight or our phone light. And we didn't know how close we were to the edge. Like, we couldn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And if we tripped and fell, we didn't know what we were tripping on. You know, it was just total darkness. Then we get up to the very top to the summit and we sit there and we wait and then dawn, just mm-hmm. the crack of dawn, just a tiny little light where you, you begin to see shadowy things and then a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter. And then the sun pops up over the horizon and is just instantly flooded with light. All the darkness, all the shadows completely gone. Mm-hmm. And as the sun gets higher and higher and higher in the sky, the day gr- grows brighter and brighter until it's full, mm-hmm. fully bright, you know. And I love that that's what the psalmist compares us to as people who follow Jesus. It says, the way of the righteous. So the way that we're going, the path that we choose, right? Our lives that we're living, our journeys, wherever you're at in your journey, the way of your life is like the first gleam of dawn, Mm. which shines ever brighter until the full light of day. Mm. So your journey in following Jesus is like this dawn beginning to break and then getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Mm. But the wicked they stumble and they don't even know why. Yeah. They're tripping and falling and they don't even know what's causing them to fall. Yeah. And that's the difference that Jesus makes. Mm. The son, S-O-N. Yeah. That's the difference he makes in our life. We continue to grow in our faith. We continue to go and grow in our brightness. Because what is in Matthew, it says... You're like a light set on a hill, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Yeah. You know, a lamp that um, is shining for the whole world to see yeah. that isn't covered up. Um, so that just stood out to me. And then you shared your story from yesterday, which was really cool. Yeah. So 
we're recording on a Monday. Uh, yesterday, I preached at our church, and I always try to get up extra early the day I'm going to preach and just take time to meet with Jesus face to face. Honestly, to to go, are we still on the same page? Like yeah. with everything you've spoken to me leading up to today, yeah. is this still relevant? Yeah. Is this still the right word? And there have been a couple of times where it's, I've gone like, whoa, I need to switch this or add this or do this or, um, but yesterday my alarm went off and I got up and it was pitch black out yeah. and there was no light. And I went into the restroom and, you know, got, did a few things to kind of prep the day and get going and then went down to our basement office. And right as I was getting ready to go down to the basement, I looked out our back window and there was just this tiny sliver of light, mm. this beautiful, brilliantly orange sliver. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. And it was stunning. You know, I just had this thought that God was getting ready to meet with me, you know, yeah. like something new is on my horizon. Yeah. And um, so I went down, met with Jesus, prayed, spent some time worshiping, looked over my message again. And when I came up, it was fully bright mm-hmm. and the sun was rising and everything was illuminated. And this is what I felt. You know, I'd been sleeping in complete darkness, mm-hmm. but I felt peace. Mm. And then when I rose, there was a tiny bit of light and I felt peace. Yeah. And when I came up, there was full light and I felt peace. And the point was that God's presence was over me in every single one of those yes. moments. Yes. And I think it's a representation of our lives yeah. that we're go- we are going to have times of complete darkness. Yeah. And then we're going to have times of a little bit of light. Yeah. And then we're going to have times of full brightness and the glory of the sun and the spirit of God. Right. And it's going to be so obvious that that the spirit is upon us, but it doesn't change the fact that the spirit of God is still there still in the there. moments of darkness. Yeah. You know, I didn't wake up and go, oh my goodness, it was dark all night long. And that means God wasn't with me or God is silent or God is distant. I went, man, the presence of God was just as strong in the middle of the night when it was dark as it is now that it's bright. Yeah. And I, I think that's a word for somebody to know that no matter what you're walking through, no matter how dark your valley feels right now or your night feels, the spirit of God is there and he is just waiting to be able to illuminate what it is he wants to speak to you in this exact moment and ask him, God, what is this about? And what do you want to say about this right now? So good. Well, and what's really cool about that story is that I've been sick the last few days and, but I woke up right as that crack of dawn was appearing and I could see it out my bedroom window and it was um, purple and pink and mm-hmm. glowing. Like it was the whole sky was like, I rolled over in bed and looked at it and just stared at it in awe because it was so beautiful. But the cool thing is that God put you on my heart right mm. away. I mean, I, I knew you were getting, you know, getting up early, getting ready to preach yeah. God's word. I knew what you were talking about. And it was kind of a heavy topic mm-hmm. that you battled through. And, uh, I just, the Lord just instantly was like, pray for Heidi. Mm. And it was so neat because I felt like the sky reminded me Mm. of that, to pray for you, to lift you up. And he gave me just a really sweet, um, encouraging word to Mm -hmm. speak over you later. And I love how intimate God is, Mm -hmm. that he can use something like the colors in the sky and the the sun coming up, something that happens every day. It's ordinary, right? Right. The sun comes up every day Mm -hmm. and it sets every day. And yet we can see these extraordinary acts of God in that. Yeah. 
And then this morning I pulled up my Bible app and the verse of the day was, Oh Lord, I will honor and praise your name mm-hmm. for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago and now you have accomplished them. And I thought, that's what we need to do with our days. Yeah. Honor and praise your name. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't doing that and we're we're the ones missing out. Yeah. We're missing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be easy for people to listen in and go, well, you know, I don't have that. I don't have someone I can talk to about the goodness of God, or I, I don't have a spouse that believes, or I don't have a church body that believes. Yeah. And I want to just encourage you that um, we're tender and sensitive to the fact that we know that the circle we're surrounded with is incredible. Yeah. But I would say, ask the Lord to bring that to you. Yeah. And it starts by your face-to-face time with him. Yeah. Because while other believers can encourage us, we can't ever count on those relationships to carry us right. in into the presence of Jesus. Because right. sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Yeah. And sometimes when they don't is when we really need it. Yes. And we're forced to be just Jesus That's and right. me. And so I would really just say, ask the Holy Spirit, say, will you show me something in your word mm-hmm. that you need me to know and yes. encourage me with? And then meditate on it. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot in people that love Jesus and people that don't, this idea of meditation Yeah. recently. You know, like um, people that are being told that they need to meditate to help anxiety or people that are being told they need to meditate to get over uh, an illness or a hurt or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think while a lot of that is truth and wise, you know, there are scientific reasons that things like deep breathing and calming our mind are helpful and beneficial. I'm not negating that. But, you know, when I think of the word meditate, it makes me think of putting our minds on things that are of God's kingdom yeah, and the Holy Spirit and letting him be the one that brings us our peace and brings us our calm and helps us realize like, hey, deep breathing is not going to fix this. This needs the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And so I think just to go, yeah, if you've got someone in your life that's saying, hey, you need to fix this with meditation great. Mm-hmm. Let that meditation be time with Jesus, right? time in his word, right? and let his word be the thing that illuminates that darkness maybe that you're walking through or that's within you and let it be the one that helps heal and restore and renew. Well, and I think so often meditation is about emptying your mind mm-hmm. of the things that are toxic, of the things that are weighing you down or causing you to be anxious. And that's wonderful if you're filling it then with God's truth. That's right. Because God's truth is the only, it's the only antidote. It's the only medicine that's that can right. truly transform and renew not only your mind, but your heart. Yeah. And so that's great. Empty it out. Meditate on God's truth. And that's where real transformation actually happens. Yeah. So, and I would just add to that. That's such a good word, Heidi, but I would add to that also ask God to bring you the community of people who will lift you up. And it doesn't mean that you won't have to do the work. That's right. Yeah. You might have to be the one to go out and find the people. Yeah. And create the Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to have, there's different types of of community that we all need in our lives. Everyone needs their inner circle, the people that they're they're intimate with, that they tell, you know, the hardest things yeah. to, that share with each other iron sharpens iron kind of thing. And then there's that that outer circle mm-hmm. that you don't have the intimacy with, but you you know you're in community with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then there's the people that you bring in that you 
mentor that you disciple. And I think it's really important to, to remember that not everybody is in every circle. That's right. So, and, and just, I like that. I love that. Uh, Thank you. I think you finished my thought for me. Um, that inner circle is, uh, a mutual decision. (laughs) It's a mutual decision. We don't, um, you don't get to choose whose inner circle you're in (laughs) unless that's mutual. Um, and it's usually very small. It is usually very small. Mine is very small. (laughs) Less than 10 people. Uh, yes. Maybe less than five people. Yeah. And you know, not to, to realize like we're not going to be a part of everyone's inner circle and that's totally okay. And that's good. And that's wise. Cause if you are, you're not going to be able to actually be helpful to him anyway. No. no. So good yeah. word. Meet with Jesus, find some great friends that can encourage you in this and spend time with them. Yeah. So, and don't, don't stay on all of the surfacey things that don't matter. Like go and find those topics and conversations that lift you up and fill you up with the yeah. goodness of God. It'll it'll change the atmosphere of your day. Of your whole family. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're so glad that you do. It's such an honor to sit here and get to talk about our favorite subject, Jesus, mm-hmm. with you. And um, if you made it through this whole podcast, thank you yeah. for <laughs> listening. And would you do us a huge favor? It's true. We live in a world of social media and mm-hmm. technology that... Uh, runs on algorithms yeah and <laughs> our voices we we love this platform and we want to keep doing it Heidi but it's also a lot of work it's a huge sacrifice and yeah we we kind of need to know that mm-hmm. it's worth doing yeah you know it, it is worth it for one person but yeah. we also have a lot on our plate and mm-hmm. so we want to we want to keep doing it and knowing that it's it's getting out there and reaching people that we can't reach in our own circle right so would you hop over to our social media on Instagram and um screenshot something we'll put up a couple posts later this week that have some some things that you can screenshot to just share it just share it on your stories you know everybody watches stories more than anything and share it and say hey check this podcast out I think you'd be really encouraged we would be so encouraged by that and then hop onto iTunes or what is it Apple podcast now yep yeah that well in your stories tag the H&H hour and we will repost you as yeah, well. Right. So you're going to get some credit for this too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and give us, give us a five-star re- review. Yeah. If you're going to give us less than that. Don't bother. <laughs> I love it. We don't need Just your, being real. We don't need your opinion. <laughs> and um, we love you. Thank you for listening. We'll chat with you next time. <laughs>